And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits. You made an excellent choice. The World of Mythbits. Hey, everybody. And welcome to the World of Myth Bits. I am your host, Stephanie Barty, and this is episode 44, I do believe. Now, you might hear a little bit of an echo. Um, that is because I'm not at home. I am down at my sister's. I became an auntie again. Yay, I was so excited about that. And... This time, after eight nephews, I finally have a niece. And let me tell you, I couldn't be happy. I love all of my nephews, right from the tallest to the smallest. But I am over the moon to have a niece. So thrilled. She's so tiny. She's, oh my gosh, she's such a little peanut. But anyway, I'm down at my sister's, helping out my mom look after my nephew, because <laughs> he's not quite two yet, and with mom and dad and baby in the hospital, um, my mom needs a helping hand, because she can't run as fast as an almost two-year-old can. So right now, I am podcasting from Poolside. They have an indoor pool, and I am going to take a swim when I'm done podcasting, because, you know, I can. So I decided I was going to podcast poolside tonight, because why not? It's a good place to sit. It's a little little humid in the pool room. Um, it's cool outside tonight. It's been, it was, the first night I was here, it was 90 degrees at like 1 o'clock in the morning, and 91% humidity. It was awful. And then it dropped down, humidity dropped right off, and it's been around in the 70s, um, so not overly hot, uh, but not, like, it's cooled right down at nighttime. Um, but the pool's inside, so it's a balmy, humid 90-some degrees in the pool room, so it's, it's nice. So I'm going to take a swim, and there aren't any windows. I mean, there's windows in the ceiling, so I can look at the stars, and there's two doors, but they have fairly high fences and that, so if I want to swim au naturel, nobody can see me. But, uh, yeah, um, working away on the magazine, because our anniversary issue is coming up soon, September 6th, and let me tell you, holy moly, this is going to be a packed issue. Um, last check, we had well over, well over 40 submissions and um, reviews and artwork and poetry and I just 
the outpouring for this issue just blew me away. Um, I mean, we get a lot of submissions for every issue, but everybody really stepped up. And as editor-in-chief, um, I did a poll. I don't know if you all saw it, but several of you voted and commented. And I wanted to know if people wanted to see a romance section or a historical section added to the categories that we already have. And the winner of the poll was historical. Now, historical only won by 63%. And there's a loophole to the historical. We will be adding a new section. We will be adding the historical section. But if you are a romance writer, uh, you can put it in historical. If it's anything past 20 years ago or so, or has historical elements, it would fall under the historical category. So all my romance writers out there that um, voted for the romance, there is a way around that. <laughs> um, so, Lally, my love, we can put that in historical because what you're writing is historical romance. Um, so, yeah, that was one of the... When I first took over the position, I was asked, you know, what do you want to change? And there really wasn't much at the time that I could think of that I wanted to change about the magazine. Um, I like the layout. I like the logo. I like the look. Uh, and then as it's gone on, um, one of the things is adding a new category or two. So I did a poll and that was the result of that. Also, um, I'm changing the rules a little bit. And if you are contributing to the world of myth, if you are sending in a story and you have a few stories that fall in, say, fantasy and you have a sci-fi story and you have an action and suspense, if you want to submit to more than one category for an issue, you can because I started looking and, you know, yes, Dave is the owner. Dave submits to the action, suspense, and fantasy. And, I mean, you've, you've always been able to submit to a category and poetry and art. But now, starting in September, in the September issue, you will be able to submit to action and suspense and fantasy, and horror, and comedy. You want to send me a story for every single category? So be it. Have at her. I'm not guaranteeing that, you know, they're all going to be chosen. You know my standards. <laughs> I'm a, I can be a little picky. And there's a couple of writers out there that would tell you that I can just be downright overly picky. Downright OCD about things. Um... So, yeah, you can submit to as many categories as you like. Because I said so. <laughs> so. 
summer is coming to an end. I can't believe it. And I mean, for us in Ontario, the big sign that summer is coming to an end, the kids will be heading back to school shortly, is the arrival of the CNE, the Canadian National Exhibition. And it's held in Toronto at the CNE Fairgrounds every year. There's rides, there's the food building, there's the farm building, there's the arts building, and they're all full of exhibits. There's concerts and shows and um, a whole bunch of things that go on throughout the entire weekend. And you always knew, especially as a kid, you always knew when you started hearing those commercials and they always started, let's go to the XO, baby. Let's go to the... You, you, heard, you knew you heard that and it was like, oh, no, school's starting in a couple of weeks. And it was the end of summer. That was it. Summer was over. And, but this weekend, we also had Fan Expo. So there were several things to choose from. But yeah, that is... The, the sign that summer is over is the X shows up. That's what we call it, short form for CNE, Canadian National Exhibition. It's shortened to the X. And it's been running for, wow, a long time. If I was inside, I'd Google it, but I'm not, so I'm not going to. Because I'm sitting by the pool. And if it was smart, I would have brought a drink. But anyway, I didn't. So yeah, the X is in town, so that makes driving in the city a little, a little busy. Traffic is a little busy. Um, and we've been on the road every day back and forth to the hospital so that my nephew can see my, my sister, my brother-in-law, um, and they can see him. But, uh, yeah, Wednesday, my mom picked me up Wednesday. And that was the 11th anniversary. So I spent the day with my mom and we went up to Huntsville to where my aunt lives, my mom's sister. And we had this amazing dinner. It was, the restaurant was in an old century home. And they had little nooks and crannies, little private areas for eating um, and it's a really fancy schmancy restaurant, but it doesn't look fancy schmancy. It's called Tall Trees and it's in Huntsville. And, um, I ordered, my mom and I ordered, um, we had appetizers first and we had crab cakes and then we ordered the scallops and the scallops. Oh my goodness. They were done to perfection and they came each scallop was sitting on top of basically a shredded potato chip. And on top of the scallop was this bacon jam. And they were so good. And then I ordered, um, because I mean, if I have the option to have steak, I'm going to have steak. Hell yeah, I'm going to have steak. So I had the eight ounce sirloin and I am 
mistake snob, I suppose you would say. I I will eat a rare steak, and I'll enjoy it. Medium rare, okay. Anything more than that, and you might as well forget it. My favorite kind of steak, the fav- my favorite way to eat a steak is called blue. And it's basically seared on the outside and almost raw. Let me see if I can do this without... Uh, oh, goody, I'm still recording. Okay, so let's see. I will tell you the definition of a true blue steak. Okay. Now, according to the following source, the blue refers to cold. The Larousse Gastronomique says it derives from a method of cooking freshwater fish, black and blue steak. Hot, crusty sear, black on the outside, cold, blue on the inside. This steak's doneness results from cooking over intense heat for a brief period. So basically, it's in the cast iron pit. It's done. And I love it. I absolutely love it. And it's very, very hard to find um, a chef that can cook a blue steak properly. It's either too hard and overseared to almost burnt on the outside, or it's not seared enough and it started to cook on the inside. Um, so it's very, very rare that I, <laughs> pun intended, that I find a restaurant that can do a perfect blue steak. And this steak came out and I looked at it and of course it was, had caramelized onions on it and had some kind of, uh, oh, it was parsley garnish on top. And I mean, everything looked really, really pretty. The hors d'oeuvres looked really, really pretty. Everything looked pretty. If I was a foodie, I would have been taking pictures of it. Um, the crab cakes had a bit of a, they had a, um, sweet chili pepper sauce, almost like a salsa on them. And it had a bit of a bite to it. And they came garnished with cilantro. Now, when you're eating something spicy, when you eat it with the cilantro, the cilantro cuts the burn of the spice. So you get all the flavor of the spice, but not, and the heat but not so much the burn. Anyway, um, if I was a foodie, I would have been taking pictures because it was so pretty. So my steak comes, and my mom had ordered the filet mignon rare. She doesn't like hers blue. And I looked at it, and I was impressed. The sear looked right. And I cut into it, and I almost died. It looked perfect. Now I didn't get my hopes up because I've had blue steaks before that have looked perfect and I had high hopes for them and I bit into them and no. 
but this looked perfect. The flesh of the steak was smooth. It wasn't sinewy. It wasn't thready. It was a good cut of meat for one. It was sirloin. And then I bit into it and my eyes rolled back into my head. And I do believe there was a moan. It was perfect. Absolutely perfect. It was the best thing I had eaten in a long, long time. And I would highly recommend Tall Trees Restaurant in Huntsville because they know how to do a steak right. They will do it the way you want it. Okay, so I found out how to do blue. The touch test for blue steak is the same for raw meat described above. Blah, blah, blah. Sear the steak for one minute either side in a hot pan and for a few seconds on each of the outer edges using tongs. All but the outside of the steak will look raw. If you use a meat thermometer, the steak's internal, internal temperature will be less than 29 degrees Celsius. But it's just so darn tasty. Oh, tasty, tasty, tasty. So then, after we had dinner, we hopped in the car. And Huntsville is about an hour and a half north of where I live. My sister's place is about two and a half hours south from where I live. So now, I am five hours north from where I need to be. Well, not, not really five hours, because we didn't have to cut over to where I was. We could go straight through. So we jumped in the car, and it was about a three, three and a half hour drive, four, almost four hour drive from my aunt's down to my sister's and yeah that first night was horrendous and I slept with my mom the first night because my brother-in-law's sister was here and it was just we got here late so we just kind of snuck in and said goodnight to everybody and went to bed and then the next day my sister went in and and my new little niece was born and it's just so lovely and she's just so cute. Oh my god, she had the tiniest little head, tiniest little features, and holy moly, she's just so cute. So, once my brother in law's sister left, I moved downstairs to the basement and was sleeping on an air mattress. Now, this air mattress, I'm telling you, this is like top of the nines air mattress. It's, it's a queen size, double high. You plug it in, flip a switch, fills it up. So if you're lying in bed and you it's a little squishy, you just reach over the top and you flip the switch and it firms it up and you flip the switch off and you don't even have to get out of bed and pump anything up. It's fantastic. So I am truly, I feel like I'm at a five-star resort, really, staying at my sister's. <laughs> Running around after an almost two-year-old all day. He's a busy little guy. Oh, but so smart. So, yeah, we've eaten a lot of takeout, going back and forth. Um, oh, oh, pardon me. I am so sorry. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm really, really tired. 
Yeah, I'm really tired. But I'm going to get her all done. My sister will be home soon, so things will slow down a little bit, and I'll get the magazine stuff done. And oh yeah, it's it's coming quick. September sixth. I can't wait. Yay! It's going to be exciting. And then the next big exciting thing I have to look forward to. I'm doing a book event at the end of September with Lolly. And then PCE. I've got. I'm sending away for my passport this week. I will be doing it this week. Um, get it back so that you know they don't have to stuff me in the trunk when we cross the border. And yeah, PCE in February, uh, February eighth in the high desert it's going to be oh my gosh the lineup for pce is just getting incredible the celebrities that are going to be there the events that are going to be happening wrestling and just a bunch of really cool stuff live podcasts and cosplay and um autographs and pictures and vendors and I'm I'm stoked it's it's like a, a mini fan expo um that is actually a lot bigger than we had originally planned or thought it was going to be it's kind of taken on a life of its own and it's uh it's going to be so much fun and I am so excited because this has really really grown to be something great like I knew it would and Dave has put so much hard work into this that I'm excited to see it all come together and and see him see the birth of PCE you know and I'm looking forward to uh the road trip with Mike and Jason and I think the three of us are going to have a blast. Um, I don't know Jason personally. I've only talked to him through email, so I'm excited to meet him in person and hang out with him for a few days while we drive down, or a day while we drive down. Uh, but I've listened to him on podcasts, and his emails are always hilarious. His reviews, his movie reviews, are always absolutely hilarious um i laugh every time like i'm always looking forward to them and oh by the way jason as of this podcast i i don't think i have your movie review yet for the september issue yeah hint hint nudge 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 (laughs) but i count on his reviews every month i need his reviews every month because he has a way of describing a movie and telling you about a movie that you either want to go see it because it was so bad that it made him say the naughty words or you want to see it because it was just that good and it made him have the feels and and the things and he writes the reviews the way he would tell them to you. He doesn't use fancy words. He doesn't use 
um, it, it's it's like you're sitting there having a conversation with him. And I love his reviews. And I'm so glad that he told me he is going to be sticking around and be our movie reviewer because I would be very sad to see him go. And I know a lot of people, a lot of our readers out there would miss him. I mean, the comments on his reviews are, he's out of everything on the magazine. Every time his review comes out, he has about two pages worth of comments that you have to go through. And if you follow the conversation in these comments, it's it's funny. It's hilarious to read. Almost as hilarious as the review itself. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to the road trip with Mike and Jason. So, get on that, Jason. I need my review. <laughs> I want to know what movies to watch. I need some new movies to watch. Come on. So, yeah. And of course we'll be, the three of us will be doing some bizarre crossover podcasts that incorporate all three of us and, and vlogs and just shenanigans. Hee <laughs> I know there's a corner in Winslow, Arizona. It's such a fine sight to see. <laughs> anyway, I digress. I'm a little slap happy today, so you're going to have to bear with me. And I'm sitting poolside, and I'm not in the pool, so there's that. I mean, I was actually going to podcast from the pool, but I like my phone, and I didn't want to get electrocuted because my hair is curly enough right now as it is. Tonight we went to a, a restaurant in just down the street from where my sister lives uh, called JJ's on the dock. And apparently every Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night, they do a roast beef dinner. Now, again, I am, I guess I'm a meat snob. Because when it comes to certain meats, I'm a beef snob. When it comes to certain cuts of beef and certain ways of doing beef, I think they have to be done a certain way. For my taste. And I find a lot of places miss the mark. So I didn't have high hopes for a roast beef dinner because my my mom likes her roast medium to medium rare. Again, I'm a carnivore. I like it rare. So we go in and we order and we're told, you know, it's getting low. We're running out. So I'm expecting end cuts and, and you know, it's going to come out and it's going to be overcooked. And the gravy was really, really good. The mashed potatoes were really... Now, that's one thing I will say about the other restaurant. Their country-style potatoes, I don't know what was in them, but they kind of tasted like fresh paint smells. It was weird. Maybe it was some kind of cheese or something. I don't know. But you know when you paint a room and it has that smell? Well, that's what these potatoes tasted like. But tonight... They were country-style mashed potatoes with skins and chunks, and it was good, and the gravy was good, and the roast beef was perfect. It was nice and pink. It was rare. I didn't eat the vegetables, so I don't eat vegetables if I don't have to. Um, I don't generally eat restaurant vegetables. 
because they're just not great. But yeah, and then great big Yorkshire pudding. It was so good. Oh, I'm stuffed. And I'm looking at the exercise bike inside going, I should probably do an hour on that. Not tonight. Because I'm too tired. I'm going to have a swim and a shower and crawl into bed and watch TV and go to sleep. Once I'm done this podcast. And tomorrow, hopefully my sister comes home and the fun can begin. But that's been my week since I last talked to you. And it's been full. It's been busy. I'm tired, but I've loved every minute of it. And I am working hard on making sure that we put out the best magazine. I mean, we, we I try and do that every single month, but this is our anniversary, so... I have a lot more to go through, and um, I have an assistant, Kevin. Mr. Adams has been helping me. He's great, and uh, I can't thank him enough for what he's been doing. Um, If you've gotten an email from Kevin, read it carefully. There's two parts to that email. Can't go into too much online. If you have any questions, shoot me an email, shoot me a message, get a hold of me somehow and say, hey, about this first part, you know, um, all of that will be revealed in the podcast airing right after the September 6th issue comes out. So... Um, don't forget the Mythmaster podcast will be coming out as well and there's a little bit of a showdown in that podcast (laughs) yeah I get sucked back into the lair so you'll have to tune in to see how that turns out (laughs) um Let's see what else. My brain is mush. It really is. It's just, it's mush. And I'm really tired. And the open contract challenge is wrapping up and we will have a winner announcement soon, I am sure. Um, so, yeah. That is, I think I'm, I'm going to keep this one short this week because I do still, I have to get back to the magazine stuff and I don't have a whole lot. I can't even think straight right now, to be honest with you. Um, oh, I did want to say if you have submitted something to the magazine for the September issue and you have not heard from me, I have not, if I have not emailed you and said, hey, your stuff's in the magazine, or hey, can you send me a picture or a bio or blah, 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 blah. If you haven't heard any response from me regarding your submission, email me again. Especially if you submitted something uh, shortly after 
July's issue came out because there has been quite a distance between the last two issues and we have gotten a lot of emails so I may have downloaded your story or your poem or, or your artwork and just not replied to you so if you haven't heard from me shoot me an email and I will let you know what the status of your submission is okie dokie you can email me at S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E-B as in Bob, A-R-D-Y, at theworldofmyth.com. You can check out the magazine at www.theworldofmyth.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at The World of Myth Magazine. You can find the podcast on Facebook and Twitter at the World of Myth Bits podcast. You can find me at author Stephanie Barty on Facebook, Stephanie Barty author on Instagram, and at Lupabee on Twitter. So I hope you guys all have a great week. I am going to have me some great little baby love and a swim. And I will talk to you all next week. Have a good one. Bye. The World of Myth Bits.